I'm Vic Versero, and you have found the Leadership Lowdown right here on the Michigan Business Network. So glad you joined us, and so glad we have with us today a guest that I've been waiting for a while to get on our show. He's a very busy guy, but I'm so excited to have him with us. And really, I had a chance to get to know him just a little bit, and what he's doing is worthy of all of us taking a few moments to try to figure out if there's ways and ideas that he can help us along the way. His name is Gene Pickleman. He's the president and CEO and co-founder of TriStar Trust Bank. Gene, welcome to our show. Thank you, Vic. Thank you for having me. Well, I'm really excited to have you, Gene, because I had a chance to visit with you. And honestly, there's just so many things that are going on that you have, I think, that you can share with us today. So I'm really excited about that, frankly. But just to give everybody an idea of about TriStar Trust and what it is you do as the president, CEO, and co-founder, give us the kind of the direction on that. Sure. Thank you. TriStar Trust is a wealth management firm. We're actually a chartered bank institution in the state of Michigan. And what we do is wealth management for individuals, nonprofits, as well as companies. And what we try to do is help our clients reach their financial goals. And we started in 2000 with one office located in Saginaw, Michigan, with zero assets under management. And today, and only five people we started with, And then as the years have gone by, we've had three offices in Midland, Lansing, and Frankenmuth, and we have 56 individuals, and we're now managing $2.2 billion in assets. (laughs) And Gene, that was a billion with a B, right? So I mean, going from zero to billions is really quite impressive, I think. And it wasn't by accident, and I'm sure it was a lot of hard work. But before we get into all of that, Take me, if you would, back a little bit. Are you from the mid-Michigan area? Is that where you were born and raised? Absolutely. I'm a lifelong resident in Saginaw. And the only times I was away, I spent four years in Flint, which was a very special time, and four years in college in Kalamazoo. But pretty much my whole life has been here in the Great Lakes Bay region, which includes Saginaw Bay City. Well, you're just like me. I used to remember as I was a young person, I used to complain about the cold weather that Michigan got. And after a while, I think I was in my early 20s, I thought to myself, Gene, you know, that's ridiculous. I absolutely love everything about Michigan, and I got to quit complaining about the cold weather. So I just marvel at it and find a warm place to snuggle up and take in those tough days. So I'm just glad you did the same and didn't decide to take your talents expertise down the road. You stayed right here. So you said Kalamazoo. Does that make you a Bronco? That's correct. Western Michigan University. Yep. How about that? Well, and so, Gene, when you came right out of college, tell me what was the early part of your career. You're a fairly young man, but there must have been something that right away out of college that got you onto a career path. What was it? Well, it was really interesting. For the summers, when I was in college, I worked at GM, and that's how I really was able to get through school. And they offered me a job after I graduated, and I actually accepted it. But then some representatives from Second National Bank came down, and they interviewed. And my mom was a branch manager for Second National Bank. And so, therefore, I thought, well, I'll listen to them and see what they have to offer. And after that interview, I decided that, you know, this really fits my personality 
and what that was all about. And so I went into banking, and that's how I got into the financial industry. Well, Gene, tell me about why it was such a good fit. What were those elements that made your personality and banking seem to be such a good fit with Second National? You know, I didn't have a strong manufacturing back. And when I looked at my business degree, I really felt that I wanted to serve people. You know, relationships were really important. And I felt that that was going to be the industry that I was going to be able to help people succeed in their goals and objectives. And so I just felt that it was a better fit for me personally. Well, and it worked out good. And so when you decided to go in that direction, what town were you working out of? Working out of Saginaw, Michigan. Right out of Saginaw. So not far from home and right there in the backyard. So a lot of great things happened along the way. And of course, we're going to unpack those things here to figure out exactly what the co-founder of TriStar Trust Bank was all about. And so going to working at a bank to forming TriStar Trust, that's pretty impressive. And I can't wait to hear the rest of that story. We've got Gene Pickleman right here on the Leadership Lowdown. This is the Michigan Business Network. I'm Vic Versero. We'll be right back. Michigan Works Association believes the key to advancing prosperity across the state is accomplished through building a skilled workforce. As the state's primary workforce development association, their focus is to continue to move the needle on policy, education, and collaboration. They're creating an opportunity and building stronger communities by advocating and innovating together. And we're back right here on the Leadership Lowdown on the Michigan Business Network. I've got Gene Pickleman. He is the CEO and president and co-founder of TriStar Bank Trust. And so with all of that, we're really glad that Gene's with us. But Gene, we're starting out your early days and you had some time with Second National in your first start. What were kind of the next things that launched your future direction? Well, I started out with Second National Bank as a management training trainee, and I spent a year doing that. And then six months, I was serving as an assistant branch manager. And then right after that, I was able to go to Bay City and be a branch manager. So I got promoted to a branch manager and started the branch from ground up. And as time went on, about six years later, I was married at the time. We were expecting our first child. And Second National Bank, what made Second National Bank really unique was that they really taught me how to serve people, how to serve our clients. And that really had a huge impression on me. We always wanted to be successful, but I found that the joy in the job was really in building the relationships. So Mm. fast forward six years, I'm looking at having our first child, Lori and I, and 
I said to myself, well, branch manager salary, this might be time to take a good look. And so I did that. And I interviewed with a firm. It was actually IDS American Express. Oh, sure. And they offered me a job of being a financial planner. And as I took a look at that, I really felt that, boy, that's something I really want to do. But I didn't want to work for that organization. And so I went to my employer and I said, hey, I'd like to get my CFP designation, a certified financial planner. And I'd like you to pay for it. And she said, no. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> and so that was the first decision point I had to make. Yeah. And I had to make an investment in myself. And I wasn't the greatest of all students. But this I was really committed to. So for the next two years, I went after my CFP. And I was close to getting my CFP and was probably going to move into either the brokerage industry or something along those lines. But the CEO and president at the time, Al Benson, came along and said, hey, what do you want to do? And I just told him, I said, I want to get into the trust division. And lo and behold, that day, Mr. Benson made a commitment to me that he would get me into the trust department. And he said, by the way, how much did that CFP course cost you? He said, write me a memo. And I did. And the next Friday, it was a couple of days later, I received a check in the mail for about $2,000. Oh, wow. And at that time, I mean, we're going back several years ago, that made a huge impression on me. And so, sure enough, six months later, I got into the trust division as a sales officer. And the training of the CFP really helped me out. And my career just absolutely took off from there. About four years later, I got the call to be the head of the wealth management, the trust division for Citizens Bank, the Flint, and that's how I went along the ranks. And Second National was bought out by Citizens Bank. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's how I ended up there. I got to say, Gene, you know, the ripple effect of what Mr. Benson did there, that was a real stand-up move on his part. I mean, he could have just slapped you on the back. That's great. Come on in. You've prepared yourself well for this position. But he knew and understood that you had made a commitment. And as a young family man trying to make ends meet, that's big money back then. I'm kind of in awe because that's a real great move on his part. And it sure did make an impression on a young man at that time, didn't it? Oh, it sure did. Yeah. In fact, you know, again, as I continue to move up, and had some success. I've always remembered him. He had a big influence on my life by making that move. And again, my loyalty to the organization really went up in a significant way. And then I moved to the Flint operation. And that was a little different story. That was one of the most challenging times because the culture was a little different. And it wasn't that it was bad. It was just different. And so that kind of set the stage for me to take a look at starting a trust bank. So. Well, and what a big move that was. And really talk about ripple effects, some of the great things that have happened as a result of it because of really you were able to put your own stamp on TriStar Trust Bank doing some amazing things there. We're going to get into that in our next segment. I'm so glad to have Gene Pickleman with us. He is the president, CEO, and co-founder of TriStar Trust, and he's right here on the Leadership Lowdown on the Michigan Business Network. I'm Vic Versero. We'll be right back. 
grow. It takes time. Like the equity in your home. That's why LaughQ offers a home equity line of credit. Because frequent watering of your houseplants may be recommended. Now can we get a new roof? Not so much the rest of the house. Want the best rates for a home equity line of credit? Ask for LaughQ. Stop in today or go to LaughQ.com slash home equity. LaughQ, your credit union for life. This is the Leadership Lowdown right here on the Michigan Business Network with Gene Pickleman, president and co-founder of TriStar Trust Bank and doing some great things. And we're just to the part of the story where uh, leaving a cliffhanger there, you were kind of thinking maybe there's a chance here that I can do something. So you at that point in time in your career made some decisions that would be life-changing for a lot of people. Yeah, especially for me and my family. We had to move from Saginaw to Flint. And I'll say today, that was probably the best move of our lives. My wife, we had just got done building a brand new home in Saginaw, and then I get this promotion. Now (laughs) we have to move into a new community. Lori was very faithful and good. She came crying, but I ended up actually building the same home in the Flint community. Wait a minute, like the same um, building plans? Same building, same builder. Yeah, they were very gracious. And during that point in time in my life, I was 40 years old. And what was really interesting is I truly became more reflective about what life was all about. We had two children at the time. And I was looking at my career, and it was just a real challenging job. And so I really started asking some real important questions. Like, what was my life all about? What was life all about? And I had some really strong feelings about what do I really want to make of my career? And what would that mean for my family? And so I sought help because these questions just weren't going away. Two things happened to me. And one was I went to my pastor and my new pastor and I asked him to really help me out in my spiritual walk. And then two, I read a book called Halftime. This was by Bob Buford. And Halftime was about not living just for success, but moving towards significance. And I didn't know what all that meant. So I read the book and one of the questions in the book was, hey, what do you really put in your box? What's the most important thing in your box. What's in the box is your mainspring of life. Mm. And so I really started asking myself, what was that thing I was going to put into my box? And really what it was all about, Vic, was really putting the priorities in my life. Yes. What was my priorities? You know, and at the end of the day, you have to put something in the box. So in working with my pastor, I put my faith in the box. It was my belief in Jesus Christ. And I wanted to develop a personal relationship with him. When I put him in the box, I put everything else secondary. Then my family came and then my profession. But when I did that, things began to change. And as I took a look at that, it was an incredible point in time. But in making that decision, it kind of opened up the door then for what is my purpose? 
in life. And that's the next journey that I had to pursue. Well, those are imposing questions, Gene. You know, honestly, at some point in time, you and Lori had to come together on this. You're going through this moment where you really are asking these deep questions, and she, as your spouse, was right there with you, obviously. Yes, and I don't know how she would actually describe it now, but I knew I had to change. If people were looking from the outside and trying to look into our lives, you'd see boy, everything's really good. I got a good job. I'm at the pinnacle of my career. My kids are healthy. We live in a wonderful neighborhood. Financially, we're secure. And what's going on? Why aren't you just happy and you want to continue this path? But I knew there had to be something more in life. And that's where my pastor helped me out. He helped me in my spiritual walk and really developing that personal relationship with Christ really turn me around. Well, it made a tremendous change for you in a tremendous moment. And of course, we're going to be bumping up against our next break. But you know, when I think about this, Gene, you know, you're got now kind of maybe, if you will, a true North Star, if you will, that you're pointing to and everything else is going to come with you in that moment. So this is kind of a little bit of a spot for us to take a quick break on because I want to hear so much more about what's next because what's next is about to unfold into some pretty incredible success. And I think I know why, because you kind of made the main thing the main thing. And then from there, you were able to get a lot of answers figured out. And so we're figuring out answers right here on the Leadership Lowdown, right here on the Michigan Business Network. I'm Vic Versero. We'll be right back. The attorneys of Foster Swift, Collins & Smith offer legal counsel to businesses, families, individuals, and municipalities throughout Michigan with offices in Lansing, Farmington Hills, Grand Rapids, Detroit, Marquette, and Holland. Clients know they can count on Foster Swift for all their legal needs, from straightforward wills to sophisticated business transactions and complex litigation. Learn more about Foster Swift and how they can assist you at fosterswift.com. And we're back right here in Leadership Lowdown. We've had to run to break and took uh, Gene Pickleman's story and took a, took a momentary pause on it. And I want to get right back to it because, Gene, right at this point in time, you've made a pretty serious commitment. You've created this box, if you will. And in the center of the box, you've put your Lord and Savior. But now you're seeking at this point in time for the next big question is, okay, Lord, you're in charge, but what's my purpose, right? Is that where this goes? That's a perfect way to describe it. Again, working with my pastor, we were always talking about, well, what's God's purpose for your life? So literally, it took me two years. And it's not something I found. It's what God delivered to me. And how he did that was I wanted to be a follower of Christ. And obviously, there were some things in my life that I needed to correct and change. And without going into all those, I'll just say that 
God was really good and helped me through a number of things. But then again, as we focused on the purpose in life, I mean, I read books, got in the prayer, did a number of things. But then one day, a guy who offered me a job back here in Saginaw, he said, Gene, is this the place where you want to end your career? And I said, I don't know. He said, well, what would you like to do? I said, well, I'd love to start my own business, but I don't think I have the guts (laughs) (laughs) capital to do so. And so, to make a long story short, he offered me a job, and I went to a friend of mine. He was an estate planning attorney, a successful one, in the Saginaw market. His name was Larry Preston. And Larry, when I told him about the opportunity, he says, well, that's interesting. I'm thinking of starting a trust bank. I go, you are? And he says, yeah, would you like to be a part of it? And so, make a long story short, I ended up choosing Larry. It was a really kind of a perfect fit. We could start our own business and do the things that we wanted to do, how we wanted to. We wanted to provide comprehensive planning, total objectivity. We wanted to provide great service with outstanding professionals from CFPs to CFAs to CPAs. And this was the path that we were going on. And so what God did is through Larry, he opened the door for me to come back to Saginaw to start TriStar Trust Bank. But there's a little bit more. What was my purpose? And during that period of time, I will say this, that God revealed to me through people, through circumstances, through a number of different things. But he said, hey, I want you to go and be part of TriStar. And TriStar is going to be a platform for you. TriStar is going to be the platform for which I want you to work in the community along with several other individuals and there's going to be a transformation of this region. I said, what does that mean? And he said, well, I want you to go and work with these people in the community to improve the place where we work, live, and play. And now I add a little bit more to that for his kingdom. And so as I took a look at that, it just really surprised me at how he revealed it and how he opened up doors and he led me through that. And he led Lori and my kids. And so we joined that. I mean, when we left Flint, everything really from a worldly perspective was perfect. Good job, good family, good career, everything. And what God basically said is, hey, I want you to give that up. I want you to follow. And so that's what I did. And so we had to locate back in Saginaw, and we ended up buying a home in Freeland. We didn't build again the same house. So Not the we, third uh, time. <laughs> not the third time. But it took two years to put that business plan together for TriStar. And during that two years, I had some incredible experiences, so I'll I'll leave it as that. And I had to quit. I had to leave Citizens because I got to the point where I felt, hey, this is definitely a conflict of interest. I need to be fair to Citizens Bank. And so I left six months prior to us receiving our banking charter. So for six months, I was hoping to stay in Michigan would give us our charter. So... We did that, and sure enough, the state of Michigan gave us our charter, 
and we began on November 8th, in a couple of days, this is our 23rd year. And we got our charter and opened the doors, and we began. And then the journey really began. Well, and what a blessed journey it's been. And I say that knowing that it wasn't without challenges and hard work and probably some questions and failures and things like that. But somewhere along the way, you took some enormous courageous steps and what created in its wake was pretty amazing outcomes and so we're so glad you're sharing that story with us today gene so glad you tuned in to leadership lowdown i'm vic versero right here on the michigan business network we'll be right back Managing your office supplies is key to a seamlessly functioning business. With over 90,000 items available for free next day delivery and no minimum order, DBI can solve all your office supply needs from pencils to coffee at the very best value. Call DBI and ask a sales representative to show you their product offerings or visit dbiyes.com and request a product catalog. DBI does all things office, office supplies, furniture, and environments. And we're back on the Leadership Lowdown right here on the Michigan Business Network. I am having so much fun hearing about the journey of Gene Pickleman as the CEO, co-founder, and president of TriStar Trust Bank. And of course, Gene, the great news is in our last segment, it sounded like the paperwork is finally coming together and we're beginning to see TriStar take flight. So tell me about the journey and where we go from here. Well, we started November 8th, um, 2000. We opened the doors and we began to really execute our plan of providing comprehensive financial planning, total objectivity, and we were able to acquire the incredible talent of our staff. And what really has transpired over the years is we have identified what our higher purpose was for our company and the success that we experienced was really basically four things that we did to make it successful. By the way, we started in the toughest of times. Uh, yeah, we what was the year, 2002? No, 2000. Oh. It was the beginning of a three-year recession. We had negative <laughs> 15% rate of return on the S&P 500. We had 911. We had the worst financial decade that you could possibly go through. We had the financial collapse in 2008. And then for good measure, a couple of years ago, he threw in, I say God threw in, we experienced a two-year world pandemic. <laughs> and as I prayed to God, he said, hey, Gene, TriStar is going to be successful. You never have to worry about sales. And again, it's all about the transformation. Well, in year two or three, I remember getting on my knees because we had four capital calls. We had our competition breathing down our necks and things were really, really hard. 
And I remember getting on my knees one time and I said, hey, did I hear you right that we were going to be successful? Are we doing the things that you want to? But he was just testing us. And at the end of the day, we persevered through all that. And as I shared, our success. But what we really attribute our success to are four tenets. And these are conscious capitalism. These are four things that we need to do in order to be successful. I didn't have the vernacular to explain what we were doing at, how we were being successful, but today I can because the conscious capitalism movement had a big, big impact on how we were successful. And those four tenets are, one, what was your higher purpose? And our higher purpose is really, how are you going to impact the world around you? It's different than our mission statement of simplifying life by creating financial solutions to help our clients meet their financial goals. This is something beyond. And so our higher purpose, as we brought all of our stakeholders together, our clients, our staff, our board, our strategic alliances, our community, together we put together our higher purpose, and that is we want to build genuine caring relationships to strengthen families to transform community. Wow. This is what we focus on. This is why we come into work each day focused on really serving our clients and strengthening those families. And this is what has united us. And I'm so pleased that the people that have come into our organization have really embraced that. In fact, I would say a number of people that we hired, that is the reason they came over, is because of that higher purpose statement and the culture that we have been able to put together here. Gene, I don't want to derail what you're sharing because I just got to jump in and shout from the mountaintops right on because what your purpose attracts extraordinary people that have those like-minded entities or thoughts inside of them. And they're, frankly, probably spending their careers looking for an organization that has that at their core. And here you are. So you're a little bit like a moth to a bright, shining light. There you are, the answer to what they've been looking for. So bravo and congratulations. You have got to find the right people because you attract them. Yeah, when we look to hire people, we look at one of the questions I love asking is that, hey, tell me about your best relationship other than your family. And tell me what did you do to build that relationship? And it's really interesting how they answer that question will go a long way in us hiring them because they had to serve them at some point in time. And that's what we're looking for. Do you know how to serve others? And that's just been a really good recipe for us in hiring our people. Beautiful questions that you're asking there. And here you are. Are you personally involved in those interview process in your organization? Yes, I am. I mean, today there's a few hires that I haven't, but most of the time I've been, our culture, and that's one of the four tenets, is how do you build a culture where people can grow, learn, and develop. And we spend a lot of time in doing that. So the people that we bring in, they're really important. And so we have a process of getting them engaged. But our number one strategy today is to grow and develop our people to be the best version of themselves. And by doing that, we retain them and we attract others. 
And then the other part of that is we want to raise them into great leaders. So we want to raise up conscious leaders, those people who really embrace our higher purpose and the values at which we live by. And that just works. And then just to wrap up, the fourth tenant is really the integration of all of our stakeholders. This is the one tenant that I think I'm still growing and learning more about this tenant is how do you integrate your board? How do you integrate your clients? How oh, do you integrate your staff? Great, great question. Integrate- and we'll have to grab that in the final segment because that's okay. a key component of what we're doing. Very good. We're so glad, Gene, you're here with us sharing all this information about the amazing TriStar Trust Bank company that you created with your co-founder. We're glad you're here. We'll be right back with our final segment. Sinair has been advancing communities and providing opportunities for people in Michigan for more than 25 years. Through lending, investments, and the creation of homes and jobs, Sinair has made a combined $7 billion impact on the communities they serve. Learn more at www.sinair.com. We're back in our final segment right here on Leadership Lowdown with Gene Pickleman, and we're so grateful that he spent time with us. I've got a full page of notes just making amazing thoughts on terms of all of his incredible journey that he's been on with TriStar Trust Bank. And one of the things, Gene, before we went to break, you talked about integration of stakeholders. Quickly tell me about that because we got caught off on our timing. Yeah, the integration of stakeholders is really a process of when you make a decision, It has to be a win-win-win for everyone. So you don't make a decision that's good for your employers but bad for your clients, or you don't make a decision that's good for your board, your investors, but not good for your employees. So there's never a trade-off. You just have to keep on looking in order to make things work. So you're looking for win-win-win situations. And so that's a question we ask ourselves. When we make a decision, how does that impact everyone? And we go from there. But it's been truly, truly one of the best strategies that help us build our company and really serve our higher purpose. Well, and simply amazing. And really, as I listen and understand your journey and what you've been able to do, the greatest question I think that we probably want to talk about is how has you finding your higher purpose impacted you personally and the community that you live in that you set out to make a difference in? Well, once I made the commitment to put Christ in the box and finding my higher purpose, I mean, that personally has impacted me probably the most because my relationship with Christ has grown, continues to grow each and every day. And I mean, that's of eternal significance. So I'm most thankful for that. How it's impacted our company, 
I think it really has helped us all identify why we're here in this world and making a difference. I mean, we're here to serve others. We're here to help people, you know, meet their financial goals and really life goals. It's much more than the financial side. And that's what our employees do and is positively impacted, you know, all of our clients. And then individually for our staff that they're able to really grow, learn, develop. And we're seeing that happen. We have such a strong bench of people that I'm really excited for this organization to continue going forward. And then from a community side of things, God said there was going to be a transformation of Sagna. Well, in 2000, we were really broken. We had high crime. We had gangs. We had drugs. We had racial issues. We had business, education, government. We're not working well together. Well, that is totally flipped around. And we have curbed a lot of the crime, gotten rid of the gangs. The economic development in our community has been absolutely off the charts. The people who have made that happen and we continue to positively impact our community. And there's much more that's going to happen. Saginaw and the Great Lakes Bay region are coming together to an incredible amount of investment. We're looking at $200 million that's going to be invested in downtown Saginaw. And there's plans for that, and it's all coming to a head. I'm probably a little premature in saying that that's done, but we are well on our way to see that. But to think that we have been a part of the solution from leading, you know, serving on several boards to leading community initiatives and things of that nature. You know, at the end of the day, God has opened up doors. We've walked through them. We are able to serve others. And as a result, we're witnessing firsthand a transformation of the community. Well, Gene, you know, somebody once told me, don't try to put God in a box. And the reason why is because sometimes the box we put him in is too small. But what you did is you put him in the center of your box. You didn't define how big the box was, and God is doing that for you right now. And because you didn't put walls in the box, you just said, lead me where you want to go, but you are the one in charge. Look at the difference it made, and look at the difference it's making in lives, in families, communities. It's incredible. People that work with Eugene have got to see something special in you, and what you're doing for your organization, and for your community, and for the people around you is breathtaking. Gina, I personally want to say thank you for being the leader that you are, for doing what you're doing for Michigan, and it's incredible. You're an inspiration, and I just can't thank you enough. Well, thank you for the kind words. Thank well, you for having me. Gene, if anybody wants to, I'm sure you'd make an incredible speaker to an executive team or to other employees. Would you be willing to give out your personal contact information if anybody wants to maybe have you share some of your thoughts on how to build uh, dynamic futures and amazing things? Sure. You can learn more about TriStar at our website, www.tristartrust.com, and my email is gene, G-E-N-E dot Pickleman, P-I-C-K-E-L-M-A-N at TriStarTrust.com. Well, Gene Pickleman, CEO and co-founder and president of TriStar. Wow. And all I can say is a man on a mission. 
And I think what you're doing is incredible. I can't thank you enough. Gene, we're so proud of you, proud to be affiliated with TriStar and proud to have you as the center of it all, as well as the God you put in the middle of your box. So grateful for you, Gene. Thank you for your time. Thank you for tuning in to the Leadership Lowdown. This is the Michigan Business Network. I'm Vic Versero. I can't wait to talk to you next time. Yeah.